Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, what's your drama? Oh my God, there's so much drama. <laughs> We are, yeah. Okay. Well, we are. Oh, we are. What's your drama? I'm Sasha. I'm Lainey. And um, we are taping on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. It's what, March 12th? Correct. The day that will now forever be known as the college admissions scandal scam reveal blow up day. It is just so good. It is. I'm like stumbling because I wasn't expecting such. Good juice today. Oh. And did they ever fucking squeeze out the drama for us today? Oh my God. Okay, so tell me what you so you're at your computer, you see this story come up. So I'm it's around like I don't know, it's fucking around like 10 o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning, something like that, yeah. right? And the headline comes out, and the first thing I do is I go on a group chat with Duanna and our other friend Lorella mm-hmm. because you know this is Duanna's fucking shit. Like, Duanna knows everything about school applications and admissions. She visits schools. She she loves everything about <laughs> teens and taking exams, everything. Yes, all of that. And I feel like her life's work yes. culminated in this moment. Yes. Anyway, so I sent it to her because I love, obviously, breaking news to her. Of course. She's <laughs> and she's, she's on vacation right now. She's hyperventilating. Yeah. Um, so, and then the details, you know how at the beginning they just like, cause this is what happens typically. The authorities announce they like have indicted all these people, right? Then they pass out the document mm-hmm. and journalists have to go through it. So what happens is that the journalists like read a little bit and then they report a little bit and then right. they read a little bit more. And so you get information in bits and pieces. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing was, here's the list of all these scammers. And then they start like unpacking the you know mm. like photoshopping yeah. fo- so right so Felicity Huffman <laughs> is the most notable I don't think she was a photoshopper no but she's yeah. the most notable and Becky and um Felicity Huffman yes yeah um but what it, so what everyone's of course following the story which is that they are total scammers in Hollywood they paid off um not just Hollywood like rich people too rich like people, CEOs rich people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatever right yeah well, one actually from Vancouver but anyway so they yeah. have paid these um, coaches, they've pay, uh, paid professors yeah. off to get their kids into these very, very highbrow universities. Right. But the best part is that, can you please talk to me about the photoshopping that some <laughs> of these people fucking did? Yeah. Like the lengths that people go. Well, one of and the scams. no guilt. One of the scams is, because part of the reason why this is so insulting, and let's, okay, let's, let's be clear. This is so insulting and gross because imagine how many oh. students particularly those who deserve to be in, they had the grades, they studied hard, and they're just from a different demographic, i.e. they're not rich, Rich, were denied the college experience and the college opportunity. Anyway, so one of the scams they were running was the rich kids couldn't, the rich kids didn't have the grades to get in, but student athletes have a different threshold. 
And so they were trying, <laughs> they were side dooring them in through like, <laughs> but they weren't actually athletes. No. Like they didn't play the sports. So they'd Photoshop them, set, like for instance, I think it was the rowing team at one of the universities. Yes. So they'd Photoshop their kids or these agencies, these scam agencies would Photoshop the students' faces onto other athletic photos, I guess. I don't know, but it's so good. <laughs> oh it my just, God. The, the dredging up of just Hollywood scams and Hollywood scam artists. And people it's like- It's the year of the scam, it's man. The, it's the year of the scam. But also when you just think, even the good ones. Did you ever think Felicity Huffman no. and William H. Macy no. would do something so fucking shady? I don't I don't think like so far from what I've read they didn't do the photoshopping thing but they, no, they did. they paid some dough. Like uh, yeah, as, uh, like um they they they, they rigged some scores. Yes. Yeah, they rigged some scores. And here's the bottom line. What this is is your kids didn't work hard enough or just couldn't get the grades. Yeah. I just yeah. think, how embarrassing is it yeah. going to be for the kids? Do they… Uh, Your kids couldn't make the grade with all those resources because here's the thing. Like, there are different layers of advantage, right? And some are legal, but they feel gross, but they're still legal. And mm -hmm. some are varying degrees towards illegal. And one of those advantages is that many of these families, by like the time the kids are six months old, they have tutors. They have like all kinds of plus, plus, yeah. plus advantages that these kids get before even, I don't know, they start grade school. Like, Joanna was telling me a couple of years ago in New York that there's this program where like everybody's rich and everybody wants to get into like this elementary school or this pre elementary mm -hmm. school or this fucking middle school. And so those kids are being tutored like, I don't know, $100 an hour by these people to try and get them into the fucking elementary yeah. school, right? So already, if you're thinking about all these rich kids, they already had these advantages. Oh, yeah. And they still and couldn't fucking And they still couldn't it. cut it. Yeah, but who cares when you can cut a check? It's just, you know, you hear about these things, but just to see it all unfold and how how crooked it is. Yeah. Anyway, it was it was a really I didn't think when I saw the article come up on my computer screen at work, I was like, oh Felicity Huffman, like that she doesn't fucking do anything for me, really. Yeah. And then I read like the first couple of lines, I was like, oh my God, this is possibly one of yeah. my favorite all-time um Hollywood scandals. There, there are so many different layers too, because now like celebrities are starting to shade each other. So Felicity oh, and this. Lori Lachlan yeah. are you know, Aunt Becky are in the middle of this. And so other celebrities are making fun of them. Oh, like yeah, right. Billy Eichner's had some a really good tweet thread. And Rob Lowe, I think, is like super shady, the ultimate shady. He was like, he was like, I'm so proud of my son. I think his name is John. Mm. I'm so proud of John but because he, he worked oh, God. <laughs> he worked hard and he worked legitimately to get in. No, no. No time <laughs> for that. I don't want to know about that stuff. <laughs> I can't believe it. it so is. like now, but can you imagine like now within Hollywood, they already backstab each other all the time, these celebrities, right? We know this. Yes. They already backstab each other left, right, and center, back and forth. So now they're going to be like fucking gossiping about e each other on this. Did your kid, did your kid get in? And oh, did course. you have to cheat to get in? But I wonder if they won't actually be doing that because I'm sure a lot of them, and I mean, I don't know this for that's sure. That's probably one of the reasons why they scammed it because that's what they fucking do 
at the school rich kid drop yes, off of course. in Hollywood. Of course. Did you guys hear back from the university yet? Did you? Oh, my. Oh, no, my kid is My going Molly in. got into Harvard. You know what oh, I mean? He, yeah. Like, or, or Molly is like a professional high jumper. You didn't know that? Look at this picture that was photoshopped. <laughs> It's insane. Anyway, I love it. It made me really happy. And I know that our lovely friend, Duanna, is having the best week of her life. Um, anyway, shall we with uh, your drama, everybody else's drama? Yes, let's do it. Okay. So our first question comes from, um, hi, Sasha and Lainey. I would love for some advice on my new boyfriend. Let's call him T. T is wonderful and treats me so kindly and I'm totally in love. We've only been official for just over a month. He's the best guy. We're young. He's 21, I'm 23, we both live at home, so um, that's not an issue in my opinion, but I haven't been able to go to his place because I have a dog, so he stays at my place every time, which I don't have a problem with. Oh, they live at home. That's that's cool. Yeah. They're young. So, they're, I know, they're but… They're going to university properly. They got in properly, I'm yeah, sure. But he stays at her place, so yes. apparently with her folks. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Okay. Um, but his respect while staying at my house is not the best. Here are some examples. When he showers, he'll put his soaking wet towel on my bed or on the floor for me to find hours later. He uses the bathroom hand towel to wipe things up and then leaves it soaking wet in the sink. Gross. I, I hate that. Like, I, I, I hate I, a wet towel especially left. Especially, this is a, you're a germaphobe, so this yeah. is going to kill you. Um, he leaves every kitchen cupboard open, leaves cups and dirty dishes beside the sink, not even in the sink, and doesn't think a dishwasher exists and other things like that. I don't know if I'm being crazy, but it's just so disrespectful. I've asked him to hang his tile up. I've cleared a spot for him in the bathroom. His response is, you're the first family I've ever met that hangs their towels once they're done with him. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 <laughs> like what? You're telling me that you've never encountered a clean family? I had a talk with him the last time he did this, and he told me he was sorry, but he didn't think he would be able to break his habit. I don't know about you guys, but I was raised to clean up after yourself when you're in another person's home. He told me that he hopes I'll respect the fact that his house is messy and that's how he lives his life. I'm worried that this frustrating habit, infuriating habit, will annoy me to the point of never wanting him at my house again. How many times will I have to tell him to clean up after himself before it breaks me down? Don't get me wrong. My family and I aren't clean freaks who have a spotless home 24-7, but this is just insane to me. I'm scared to ever go to his place and I'm even more scared that this is going to make me feel disgusted towards him and his uncleanliness. Would you put up with the bullshit if you were me? I'm sick and tired of feeling like I'm his mother more than his girlfriend. Please help me. Clean and not so happy. So this has been a month. They've been official for yes. a month. He's 21. She's 23. Okay. Yeah. There. I So, yeah. Um, our girl, um, clean. Yeah. <laughs> she's clean and he's tea. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. I don't know. I mean, uh, the one – you know what I do? I Actually, the other day I said to Corey – um, I was like, I gave him a hug. I was like, oh, you smell so good. I love, he smells so clean. Mm -hmm. I love, I do like a clean person. Mm, me too. And I'm not uh, super, super, super squeaky clean. Like I leave my clothes fucking everywhere, but I'm not dirty. And that's mm -hmm. the difference, right? There's something to be said for a dirty person. Like yeah. if you're cleaning up shit off a counter and then just like, then also then just using that fucking um, towel again. That's grody to the max to me. Like, I don't know if I could – I don't know if I could – well, I guess what I'm thinking is, like, if you're taking that little care of all the things around you, are you taking care of the stuff, like, on you? <laughs> yeah. I – I um Like, is his dick clean? I guess I that's what I want to know. I <laughs> – I – yeah. I don't know. 
I and, and we I, don't know if his dick's clean, but how do you feel about cleanliness? Because Yasik is Mr. Spick and Span. He's well, this is an interesting question. <laughs> okay. Um, he is Mr. Spick and Span with the house. Like, I'm busy, he's busy, but he chooses to do the cleaning. Yeah. Because he works from home. That's why he doesn't want to bring in a service. And so he's like, sometimes I need a work break. Yeah. And he'll clean. Yeah. Um, and so the house, our house is spotless. You come over yes. at least once a it week. It is always so clean. It is. Uh, the house for me has to be clean. Okay. My body, myself. I know. I have to be clean. Like yes. I shower minimum three times a day. Mm-hmm. And yes. Yeah. I know you're very clean. We all know that. Yes. <laughs> Yasik, Yasik, are you a gross person? He's he, Does he is, smell. He invented a thing called what he calls a half shower. No, <laughs> no, there is no such thing as a half shower. You're, are you going to tell me that you take a cloth and like wipe your ass? Oh no, 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 no! I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh, he he invented it, and he was so proud okay. of it a few years ago, and he thought he invented it. Um, and you and I, because we're of a certain height, can't mm-hmm. really like do this, but okay. tall people. Can what? stand over the sink, a half over? shower, so half body below okay. the waist, yeah. stand. Oh, you tell me he flops his dick into the sink? <laughs> yeah, okay, that's what happens. Yes, we have we each have our own bathrooms, by the way. You know this, right? Okay. I did so know he that, has the downstairs basement bathroom. Okay. And I have like the upstairs bathroom. So he, so he just takes a few out. years ago oh, invented, and he was so fucking proud of this. He was telling he, all our he friends, right? And he'd like the fucking, flops he'd, fucking, he'd fucking tell our dude friends, like our friend Q, and he'd be like, dude, half shower, half shower. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, and so I like think that on a good week, yeah, he might, and we're, we're talking not the summer. Like if he's golfing in the summer. A real shower. Then, a full then it's shower. A, it's a real shower. No <laughs> yeah. doubt. And if it's really hot out and he's just walked the dogs for three hours. A real shower yeah. takes place. But in the winter. Just a floppy dick half maybe shower. A good week <laughs> is a a good week is a five, four to five shower week. Okay. Uh, he's okay with that. He, okay. He works from home. Okay. He so sometimes cool. doesn't have to see anybody like... Since he got back from Vancouver on Saturday, today's Tuesday, yep. you're the only person he's seen okay. aside from me. So since he's been back <laughs> on Saturday, it's now Tuesday, he's showered one and a half times. Two? Oh. Two sh- Okay. Okay. So I… Please correct that. Okay. Since he's come back from Vancouver, it's sa- he came back on Saturday and it's now Tuesday, he showered twice. Okay. I don't think that's enough. I would agree with you. <laughs> I, okay. Thank you. I think every day one should wash their body. <laughs> right? I don't think that's a lot it's to ask. It's not good. For he's he's okay, he's chiming blogger. in saying we're good. He, yeah. I think you need to wash once a day. Anyway. Okay. So he's he's saying that if he smells, he will. Okay. And if he doesn't, but I don't think that like some people are a good judge of self smell. I agree with that. <laughs> Anyway, so I, what I'm saying to clean our writer yes. here is that I feel you, but her situation is, I think her situation is a little bit worse because you put in the disrespect factor. Of your family. Of yeah. your family. That's, that would be also a yeah. no zone for me. Yeah. To me, I think you can work out on your own everybody's standards of what they can live like. Like clearly, I'm in a marriage where I'm at one extreme and my husband occupies 
a different area on the (laughs) spectrum. Yeah. So a relationship can certainly like work if you come, if you come to common ground. Yes. But I don't know what the common ground on like going to someone's home and disrespecting it, like your folks. That, but also I find it also disrespectful that he's like, oh, too bad, so sad. Like, no, this isn't going to change. Listen, dude, it's not like she's making you do something horrible. Just put the fucking towel in a basket. Granted, he's 21. Like, I, I, I still, but one knows how to move their hand to another place to Mm -hmm. drop off something else. Yeah. Um, And I don't, she's not asking for a lot. Fucking clean yeah. up after yourself a little bit, especially when you're at my parents. Yeah. I don't know. I, I For me, it's more of just like um, a general um, – yeah, as I keep on repeating, a general disrespect. And that that is a, a red flag to me. I don't want to be with someone who's lazy yeah. and dirty. And the fact that she's raised it with him, like, hey, buddy, you're over at my parents. Yeah. Like, even if it's your personal philosophy, like your idea. I don't know, part of your own way of being at your house. Like, across cultures, there are different, like, manner standards, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, over here, the white people don't like when you, like, snap your mouth when you're eating. Mm-hmm. Over where you and I are from, Slurpee over in Asia, like, you way. fucking be as loud as you want. Yeah. 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 There. Yeah. But I think in every culture, you go to someone's home, you respect their home. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not sure if in any culture it's okay to go to someone's home and, like, take a shit in it and, like, leave the shit lying around. (laughs) You know what I mean? Totally. (laughs) Well, do you break up for this, though? But I feel like she did bring it up and he blew her off. Bring up. Break up. Do you think it's worthy of a breakup? I feel like it's worthy of another conversation Mm -hmm. because he is 21 and he's immature. So I would have another conversation and be like, listen, this is – an." Listen, this actually isn't about cleanliness. It would be nice if it could be about cleanliness. Yeah. <laughs> but but what this yeah. is about is in a relationship, there are certain respects you offer to another person. And at least a meet in the yeah. middle. There is a compromise. Yes. Yeah. I have said to you that this is my family home. And if you can't meet that request, I don't know. Like that might be a deal breaker. Yeah. I think so too. I think it's mostly just – um, to come in to somebody's house, specifically your parents, and blatantly fuck up their home. I, that's not and, – and not apologize for it, not try to be a better person when you're yeah. there for those allotted hours, yeah. which can't be that much. Like, lazy. Lazy, lazy, lazy. I'm not into that. I would – I yeah, not, I don't know if you're being cute and polite to him, but I think that this next step, if you haven't, is to be, like, pretty forthcoming and yeah. direct. yeah. Like, if you don't get your shit together, like, this isn't going to really work. Yes. Yeah. And But then I would say, um, Clean, our writer, mm-hmm. if he agrees, okay, I'll work on it, then you kind of have to ride his ass because it seems like he's not habitual about these things. Like, I guess he's the kind of person that leaves cupboard doors open. I don't know how that works. Yeah. Like. But yeah, I guess. And so you have to be that person like, hey, close the cupboard behind you. And oh, hey, can you? Until it becomes habit. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you are going to have to ride his ass a bit. Yeah. So And I don't do things perfect either. Like Corey gets on my ass for like loading the dishwasher. Like he, I'll load it and then he will take the dishes out, Mm -hmm. then shame me Mm -hmm. while he's putting the dishes back in. I like Corey. Really? 
We have the same fight. Okay. Both of us feel like we load it. I feel like I load it right. I feel like I load it way more efficiently yeah. than him. Yeah. And he doesn't think, it, and so we're, and, but yeah. But I we will, get the job done, right? Yes. Yes. This so, is, these are good fights to have. When you're fighting about how best to clean, instead of, <laughs> instead of fighting about how best to be dirty, I yeah. think that we're good. Um, okay, well, clean. So good luck. At least you don't have a, a half shower, <laughs> a half cleaner. <laughs> Isn't that interesting though? Like, the, it's for me. It was interesting in the sense of I would never think to do that because you couldn't. But I couldn't. But also, you can't like scissor a faucet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But when you're taller, yes, you can Just like lean on over you, you and let your like, appendages <laughs> flop. dangle. Yes. Yeah. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Okay, next. Um, hi, Lainey, Sasha. I've been with my partner, B for nearly 20 years, and we have a young child together, five to eight-ish. B was always one of the good guys, straight as an arrow, and I trusted him completely despite the fact that he was in a job that kept him away from home for long periods through the first half of our relationship. Like every partnership, we've had our ups and downs, but we were very solid. Somewhere along the way, things changed, and I feel like he's turned into a fucking creep. Okay. That's, That's that is right straight. there. Okay, mm-hmm. I have been racking my brains trying to pinpoint the exact time. Um, it was definitely between the birth of our kid and the present, but the majority of the shift has probably happened within the past few years. Obviously, having a child is a major life change, and other things happened as well. Prior to the shift, he took a new job and started working with a bunch of bros. They text each other constantly, and it's nauseating. B made a few offhanded comments about Instagram, and it made me curious. He was liking boatloads of photos of scantily clad girls every day, including when we were in the car on a family vacation. I confronted him and told him I thought it was disrespectful, and he stopped liking anything along those lines that I can see anyway, but was still constantly following new girls. At first, they were public figure types in fitness, sports, law enforcement, and that changed to the point where he started following local girls who had no significant following or public presence. There were some stripper types in there, too. Most of them are roughly half his age. Some of them don't post anything public, which was weirder. Who knows what else he's doing? I confronted him, and he doesn't actively do anything that I can see. I try to respect privacy, but after a couple of pivotal incidents, I checked his phone. I've done this less than five times in our nearly 20-year relationship. I didn't see anything significant other than lots of gross texts with the bros, but I know that that's the nature of the modern apps. He definitely deletes things. I know for a fact that he's also doing some other shady things like webcams, although he has vehemently denied this on several occasions. I'm not a prude and don't have a problem with porn crushes, but to me there are boundaries in a committed relationship. He was raised not to be a liar and used to be physically incapable of lying. Now he's a total pro. I wake up every night and fret. I want to leave him but adore our child and don't want to mess their life up in the process. Admittedly, there's also selfishness too in that I don't want to have to split time with my child. He also loves our kid, is a good dad, and our kid loves him. I've been trying to do what I can to improve our relationship, taking better care of myself, making more of an effort. Our relationship and sex life have improved, but he's still got a lot of shady habits and I don't trust him. He's very secretive with his phone. It 
it may as well be super glued to his body. I don't know what to do. Confront him again? Leave him? Am I overreacting? He will not go to therapy. Do all guys send each other gross texts 24-7 about sex with not only random women, but also acquaintances and any coworker who happens to be female? Are these things that can even be changed? Or is this just who he is now? Does he have a brain tumor? Please help. Kind <laughs> regards, L. Oh, L. Mm, I'm sorry, L. I'm sorry, L, too. L, you sound actually really awesome. And it seems like you've been putting in a lot of effort and have been giving space and trying to figure this out. Um, and it makes me sad because I know that you know what's going on. You know, the mm-hmm. reality is is all there for you to see. He is um, – it's, it's weird when guys – or not guys, when anybody can make that flip, that kind of midlife crisis. I'm, I've never understood what the trigger is. Um, and maybe it's like these new bro-y friends that are – you know, maybe he wasn't like this cool dude before. Now he has these friends that are like getting him into stuff. So he's just being influenced and just doing really stupid things. Mm-hmm. But that's not an excuse because he is um, embarrassing himself and he's embarrassing your relationship and he is um, taking away things that you guys have both worked so hard to have. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 I'm mad. Yeah, I'm mad. Um, and the fact that he will not go to therapy – what else is there to do if he's yeah. not willing to make the changes, if he's still being a fucking low-down, dirty fucking sham, and he won't go to fucking therapy? What are you going to do? I, you only have one fucking choice. Yeah, I'm trying to like – I'm trying to unpack this because – okay, let's talk about texts. Yeah. We – so let's talk about our group chats. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> like there are times when our group chats get dirty as fuck. Real fucking yeah. raunchy, right? Like – do you remember? I think I was the one who sent us all the yes. um, Noah Centineo. Yes. And like we were all like, oh, okay, I, you know, pretty excited. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You and were the dirty instigator on our group Oh, chat. I just dropped it and then I was like – Walked away. I, <laughs> yeah. I, that's, <laughs> yeah. That's what I did that yeah. day. I remember distinctly. I dropped it and walked away and you guys fed on it like fish. Like yeah. when you – when we you sure did. There you go. <laughs> and – but it wasn't like it wasn't not like real. No. And I, and sometimes like when I, when one of our friends, you know, our friend who's single and dating and on dating apps, mm-hmm. when like she sends us pictures of hot guys who are matching with her because yes. she only matches with the hottest guys. Yep. We're all like, um, our let's pretend our friend's name is Kayla. Okay. Kayla, get on the dick. We are pretty raunchy about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. like, Kayla, if you don't fuck him, we will. Kayla, but funny. There's, a, yes, there's an undertone there's a, of like th- real that's humor. Right. So what I'm trying to say is sometimes guys have their own version of that. And L is saying it's gross. So I just want to – I just want to like figure out whether that's their version of what our friends do, like we do among each other. Yeah. And – it's obviously a different form of communication because they're men. Yeah. Or if it crosses a line into it's just like nastiness. I think if it was just a standalone thing where she was like, oh, fuck, they have the grossest group text ever. What fucking pigs? I think she would be able to get over that. The problem is he's following fucking yeah. um, like barely dressed women that he does not know or that they're – now that it was um, – 
celebrity people that were out of touch. Now yeah. he's following people that are in his touch, yeah. right? They're in the town. They're in the city that he lives in. He is um, now doing webcams. <laughs> I don't know if he's it's, doing webcams or watching yeah, webcams. I, I'm, I'm really curious say, about the webcam part. But that's also pretty fucking – If either way. that Yeah. Red flag there. I think all of this coming together, like all the pieces coming together are not good. If it was just the group text, fine. If it was just the webcam, <laughs> fine. It's the liking it's, the pictures. It's the all yeah. of the things that he obviously feels like the grass is greener. And she and that and that's what bothers me too, is when someone puts so little effort and they're like taking steps out of a relationship, and then you see the person who is trying to make it better, right? Like she's trying to like um still have a sexual relationship with him. She's mm-hmm. trying to like up her game and look cuter. Like that's what fucking bugs me. She's trying to save it while he's fucking killing it at the same time. And that's what bothers me. Yeah. I, ah! It bugs me. Um, yeah, Elle, I, I, I guess we read through her reasoning for like not wanting to leave him. And can I say that about what her reasoning is that she doesn't want her child yeah. to be a product of divorced parents? Like, I am a product of divorced parents. It's better for your child to be in a healthy environment than having a dad who is fucking jacking off to webcams and trying to hook up with local hoes. No, it's not that. It's that like it's not great if she I don't know. I don't know. I don't think they we know the child. Okay, so if the child they can sense that you every day are hating yes. your husband a little more. That's not good. That's not good. That's not a good example to, like to model for a child if you want them to have a health healthy relationship with they get older. But that's not a happy older. environment. Like no. don't kid yourself. That's no. not something that they're like Everything exactly. seems great. Yeah. And I get it. Like, you know, you you think that if there was a divorce, yeah, you have to split time. But I mean, listen, I, are you willing to sacrifice your own happiness? Mm. Right? Yeah. I think you have to weigh all of these things. Do I think that walking out is the only answer right now? I don't think it's the only answer, but I think testing it might wake him up. Yes. Like, you're going to have to baby step. Right now, that. he has nothing to lose. You might want to, you might want to remind him of what he ne- has to lose. Exactly. Because if he won't even go to therapy, then he's not coming to the table with any, anything. Anything. Yeah. So I, I do think that you, I, I don't know what that looks like for you. Whether or not it's you asking him to move out for a while whether or not it's a trial separation, mm-hmm. whether or not it's a very serious conversation. On the other hand, like there are many people who don't think ultimatums work, that when you at, when you are at the point of having to issue one, you're probably at the point of following through on the other end of the ultimatum. Yeah. But the only thing I can think of right now to say is scare them straight if you can. Yeah, and I think what Elle hasn't told us, which I think she would have, um, is that she hasn't had like a full-on brawl with him yet. Like she – it seems like she's been really respectful. Yeah. And she's still trying to do some detective work. Yeah. Um, but like I would balls to the wall that shit. And like you've got to stop fucking following people. You've got to like what's this webcam – like really understand where he's coming from. Like is this just like a momentary lapse in judgment? Um, is he just like kind of having like a little bit of a spiral breakdown? Or is this something – like, is this something that he's always been and you're just noticing now? I don't know. Like, now that I'm thinking about it, like, I don't – now I don't want to – What? 
Well, I'm, I'm really like torn. Like, should it be a scared straight situation? Or, and should it even be a throwdown situation where she just like fucking gives him like, you have to stop doing this, stop doing that? Because like, I don't know if that's a real relationship either. Like, like that comes naturally. Don't like when you get frustrated, when someone fucking does you wrong, like it starts to bubble up. Like there's going to have to be some sort of, and I, lack of a better word, confrontation, right? Like you're going to have to bring it to him. Like what the fuck is going on? What are you trying to do? Um, wh- I mean, what are you doing? Because you're fucking ruining this relationship, this marriage. Like get your shit together. Like yeah. that should be that 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 should be step one at least. Yeah, I think that you're right, and I think there are different ways to say that. Right now, I'm imagining it, and I think if it were me, and I were Elle, because I'm just rereading what Elle is saying mm-hmm. and the things that she's called him. Like she's basically called him a creep. She called him a creep. Yeah, yeah, and she doesn't think much of him. She thinks he has a brain tumor. Like, because it's the only explanation for what yeah. his behavior is about. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like, does he have a brain tumor? Like, is that the way that I can almost justify hating him so it. much? Yeah. yeah. Then, L, the bottom line right now is that you don't respect your husband and you think he's gross. Yeah. And has he heard that from you? Like, those words. Imagine, Sasha, you're married, I'm married. Imagine if your spouse is like sits across the table from you and says to you, I think you're a gross person and I don't have any respect for yeah. you. Like that would break me in a in in the moment for sure. Yeah. And I think that is fair because these are the things she thinks. These are her Real. opinions. Yeah. I see you like this. Um do you want to change the way I see you? Yeah. <laughs> You would hope. and the, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's the way to approach it. Yeah. Instead of you have to do this, you have to do that, fix this, what's wrong with you, turn it around and be like, I don't like you. Yeah. I don't even know who you are anymore. Yeah. Yeah. This is a tough one. Like I definitely don't think that um, you're at the stage right now to call it quits and walk away from this relationship. Because you are still fighting for it and you're still trying to navigate how you feel about it all. But as Lainey said, like, the stuff that's coming through in this letter is pretty fucking – it's kind of dark. So I I would really – I would really have – however you want to have the conversation. Maybe you're not a confrontation, do this, do that kind of chick. But take Lainey's lead and and really be like, this is who I see you as now. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. What are we going to do? What are you going to do to make this better? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I'll, I, Anyway, Al, good luck. Let us know how it goes. Um, and keep us posted for sure. For sure. Okay. Finally, um, hi, Sasha and Lainey. I have actually had this question about a tricky friend situation for some time, so hope you can help me out. I have a friend, M, that I've known for about 20 years. We met when M was living with my sister, S, and another friend, W. One of the most defining characteristics of M is her severe food allergies, which makes it nearly impossible for her to eat any food she has not prepared herself. This is something that guides her choices daily and is always a big topic of conversation for her. So this is where things get a bit tricky. One evening when M, S, and W were living together and M was going to be out until the next day, S and W decided to take advantage and made a dish with egg noodles for dinner. They put the leftovers in the fridge and headed out to the bar. Unbeknownst to S and W... The plans M had fell through 
and she came home while they were out. Seeing the leftovers in the fridge and assuming they were allergen-free, the house had strict food rules, M ate the leftovers and nothing. <laughs> I love this so much. <laughs> no near-death reaction, no intolerance reaction, just nothing. When S&W came home and realized what had happened, they made a vow never to tell M, and to this day, she's oblivious. I love this fucking, <laughs> this might be, this is my favorite letter for sure. Oh my God. <laughs> Obviously, my sister told me about what happened, and I have since struggled with whether or not to tell M. I believe that as a child, M had an allergy to eggs, and I don't want to minimize the seriousness of that. However, I do think it would make her life incredibly easier if she knew that she may not actually be allergic anymore. Would she be more upset with me if she found it I knew and didn't tell her, or if I tell her now after all these years? To tell or not to tell, that yeah. is the question. Thanks, Jay. I love this so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is a really... This is going to start happening more and more yeah. as people go gluten, vegan, whatever, right? Um, this is hilarious to me. Only because <laughs> I feel so much for the friend. I don't even know what her initial is. Um, egg, egg allergy person. Yeah. Because, listen, I have had many food restrictions since my health stuff. Like, I couldn't eat gluten. I couldn't eat dairy. And then all of a sudden, I became... Um, mostly vegan, like I still eat fish because I'm a bad person. But um, And there's like this push and pull when you have something that you can't do because of your own health and you know all your friends eye roll you and fucking are like, oh, can't you just eat that? And you're like, no. So you have to stay like super, super diligent when it comes to your allergies, right? You're not only fighting for yourself, but you're also fighting for like to get your friends to fuck off and believe you for a hot second. So it's kind of like I, I'm – so, right. So, there's that angle of it, right? That you don't want someone to call you out because then they'll think like, oh, you've been lying this whole time. You really never did have an egg allergy. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, though, is, oh, my God, the freedom of being able to eat what you've been told not – that you've not been able to eat before is fucking awesome. When I found out that I could eat sourdough bread after not being able to eat bread for many years – was the best thing ever. It was like the best gift, right? So it's like this this total seesaw of feelings, right? Because she wants to own the fact that she had a fucking food allergy, but the freedom that would come with it would be exponential. And what I like about our, like, letter writer here is that she's not accusing the friend of, like, Never having one. one. Yeah. Because you can grow out of allergies of course. all the time. Um, but they've had to abide by these strict rules. Yes. That they've probably all been like, fuck. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know. Do you, would, so would, are you saying you would tell? So, so this is it. Yeah. Like I think that the freedom of said food allergy would be more than having her to live this super strict diet if in fact she can fucking eat eggs because her life would be so much better if she could eat a fucking egg every once in a while. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she'll probably feel embarrassed. She'll probably feel a little bit angry. She'll probably be even angrier that you never told her that she ate a fucking egg noodle because it could have fucking gotten her into the hospital. But I think if she could know this bit of information so that she could get tested again, then that would be some fantastic knowledge for her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like the pros 
outweigh the cons for your friend? I don't know because this, the whole, I've become over, I'm trying to become more and more like sensitive because I'm so fucking, (laughs) listen, I have been so, I've been that person who's been like, look around, a a new person just became gluten-free and you're the, because you're the people, you're the type of person. No, I will say this. It's because a lot of people who are gluten-free are not celiac. Yeah. And so there is… There are a lot of people who are gluten-free and you… I mean, You're listen to this. so much hate, man. There are a lot of people who are gluten-free who are… Some people do it because it's trendy. Can we just admit that? Like, sure. Because they just fucking saw it in goop. Sure. I don't and know those people because to be gluten-free fucking licks and balls. I will tell you that much. Yeah, because, Sash, you're only seeing it through your own eyes, which is you are, like, a person who hates Instagram or okay, doesn't fine, post fine. on Instagram. So you you mean you've never fucking looked at a person who is on Instagram and values how she looks on her Instagram photos and the food that she needs to okay, eat or okay, not eat okay, to be okay. able to take those photos? Fuck you. Okay. You know, stop talking about both sides, uh, both sides of your mouth. <laughs> this feels like the perfect time to talk about keto crotch, which we will not know. But go on. So just tell me what you would do. Oh my God, keto crotch. I know. We can't get into this. Why did we talk about keto crotch? crotch? <laughs> okay. So what I'm saying is, is there are some people out there who are gluten-free because it's trendy. trendy. Okay. And I those, – th- those people annoy me. Okay. Because as you just said, why would you not eat so many dish- delicious things that have gluten? I know. Right? Okay. Okay. So – but you just said, oh my God, you're going to get so much shit from people. And like, because of outrage culture, we're all ducking. We're all fucking ducking. I'm so ducking right duck. now. Don't I'm duck. I'm ducking right don't now. Duck. And I'm like, oh, people are going to get mad. Like, you know, I don't say… Don't duck. This is a real issue for our, our writer. Should she tell her friend that her friend could live a life, uh, an egg-filled I'm life? I, I'm, I'm leaning towards no, don't tell the friend what? because of all these, like, the new world of how people eat. Like, I don't it's know. It's very personal. And, yeah, and people, exactly. And people do get their um, do get really defensive because, and and especially when you've uh, had a lifetime of a food allergy, like it becomes a bit of a control issue. I find that too in this like in this world of like health and supplements and stuff. People begin become really regimented, and you can't fuck with the shit that they take and the shit that they don't take. Exactly. There are. Listen, I've decided that in life there are now three sensitivities where you just. Can't say it out loud. Okay. You can't like comment on someone's kids. Okay. Okay. Obviously. Check. You now can no longer talk about back in the old days, like uh, for people of a certain generation, that would be me and probably you, your parents spanking you. Can't talk about spanking anymore. You can't? Nope. Okay. Like I can't even say without like ducking because of outrage culture, I can't even say… Back in the day, I behaved because I was afraid of my parents because if I fucked up, they pull out the Chinese chicken feather duster. Mm. You know the chicken feather duster? No, I got fucking just ass kicked. Okay. So we're stating a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this happened to us. Yeah. We got spanked. Yeah. And you can't even talk about it that way anymore because people are like, no more corporal punishment, mm-hmm. right? Which I'm not advocating for corporal punishment. But I'm just, just saying, saying back in the day, our parents used to spank us. Yeah. Right? Correct. Period. The end. You yeah. can't even go there anymore. Okay. And the third is it's now food. gluten. <laughs> just gluten. <laughs> so gluten is now the equivalent 
of talking about people's kids and spanking. Okay. That is how fucking sensitive people are. Okay. You talk about gluten and you even like, you know, your voice changes a little bit about the gluten and suddenly it's like, what do you mean? Yeah. How can you say that? Yeah. You don't know my body. Yeah. You don't know what I've been through. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize right now. Apologize to all the glutens. <laughs> right? <laughs> so what I'm saying is she shouldn't tell because again – Right now, my list is only three. In a year, it's going to grow. In a year, you're not going to be able to talk about someone's yard. I don't know. And in two years, the, like, it'll, it's going to be 10 different things. Okay. So don't tell. I disagree. <laughs> Hi. I think you should tell for because you love your friend. You want her to live a full and happy life to the best of her ability. And if a fucking egg can creep into her diet every once in a while and she can loosen up the reins a bit, that's a good thing. Because that's what if, – if that happened to me, I would probably get my back up a bit. If you were like, oh, ha-ha, that had fucking Parmesan in it, I would be really – like instinctually, I would be kind of mad at first. But then I would be like, oh, fuck, I can eat fucking cheese now? Bring that shit on. Thank you. That seems like a very reasonable thing. And if we were living in a reasonable world – that would be reasonable advice. Okay. Let's, so, let's so, see how, what prevails. Well, maybe she can tell us how reasonable her friend is. Yeah. Is, is you your gauge friend, that. Yeah. Gauge it along these lines. Is your friend somebody who is willing to acknowledge that back in the olden days, people got spanked without freaking out? That's a tester. Okay. And if they are, then maybe like, you know, is it a good it. test. I No. <laughs> Don't listen. Sorry, L. If that's who is that who she is? L. <laughs> no, I don't know. Person who I'm wrote. Us. Like, listen, I'm not saying that your friend has to be a defender of corporal punishment. I'm just saying if she doesn't get mad by some people saying, "Hey, my parents used to spank me," then you know, she's a reasonable person who understands that facts are not opinions. Okay. On that note, keep us posted. Keep eat whatever question. you want or not eat whatever you want and don't spank your kids. And don't fuck with people who have gluten intolerances. That's right. <laughs> keep your questions coming to me at Sasha at LaneyGossip.com. And also subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts, leave comments and reviews. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week. Bye. Bye. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.